Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, is the crypto bear market coming to an end? I'm going to be sharing with you three key indicators to be on the lookout for. Now, here's a fun fact. 12 years ago today, someone literally bought 50,000 Bitcoin for 25 cents each. Can you talk about a truly Merry Christmas? Also in today's show, SBF found chilling at the JFK Airport Lounge on $250 million bail bond. That's right. And based on pictures, the crypto community members confirmed SBF's location was the Greenwich Business Class Lounge and American Airlines at Terminal 8. Also in today's show, Ripple Insider says that smart contracts are coming to the XRP ledger. That's right. The former principal developer advocate at the San Francisco-based payments firm, Ripple, reveals that a key functionality is coming to the XRP ledger. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, crypto billionaires lost a whopping $116 billion since March of this year. That's right. According to the latest report, the loss represents the collective personal equity of 17 people in the crypto space, including... 15 who have lost over half of their fortunes since March. Also in today's show, a crypto strategist who nailed the 2022 Bitcoin downturn issues a fresh warning to crypto traders. That's right. We're talking about crypto capo, quoting him here. Every bounce is smaller, lower lows and lower highs. Support becoming resistance. $12,000 is like a magnet. Also in today's show, Mark Cuban, the billionaire, defends Bitcoin and says anyone investing in gold is dumb as what? That's right. In a recent episode with Bill Maher, Bill Maher reveals that he is anti-Bitcoin and believes in the value of gold, in which Cuban responds, I want Bitcoin to go down a lot further so I can buy some more. And if you have gold, you are dumb as what? We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And I want to welcome everyone tuning into today's live episode of Crypto News Alerts. I am your host, JV, and this is pod episode number 1100 and Oh my God, 43. And today is Christmas Day, December 25th, 2022. So Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Let me know how your Christmas is going thus far. And saying that, now let's check out the crypto market cap. We can see yesterday was all in the green. Unfortunately, today for Christmas, we're all back in the red. With Bitcoin down a quarter of a percent for the day, trading just above $16,800. We have Ether down 0.64%, maintaining just above $1,200. 
dollars, while Binance Coin, XRP, Polkadot, Solana, Avalanche are all correcting and in the red. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the current crypto market cap is sitting at around eight hundred and eight billion at the time of this recording, with about only nineteen billion in volume in the past twenty four hours, with the Bitcoin dominance at a solid forty percent even, with the Ether dominance at eighteen. 0.4%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we got OKB leading the pack up 5%, trading just under 23 bucks, followed by Lido Dow up 3%, trading just under 97 cents, followed by Tuncoin up under 2%, trading at just $2.44. Below that, we have IOTA, Zcash, and Monero. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. It's virtually a sea of red as most of the altcoins are bleeding tremendously. Um, very sad to report. But we do have a couple in the green, including XDC up 12.5%. And CRO, which is the native token, Kronos of uh, Crypto.com, also up 5.4%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. It shows we are currently rated a 29 in fear, the same as yesterday. Last week was a 26, and last month a 20 in extreme fear. And unfortunately, we have been stuck in extreme fear, in fear for the bulk of 2022 in this crypto winter. But with that being shared, now let's dive into some techno technical analysis and see what's going on in the charts for the king crypto here we go valuations in the crypto market dropped significantly from the all-time highs to say the least with the total market cap losing around 2.2 trillion dollars a decline of around 73 percent now many alts including some of the larger caps lost over 90 percent of their value since their all-time highs and industry participants are scrambling to time the bottom good luck in light of the above crypto analytics resource nansen released a report that identified systematic patterns in crypto derivative markets and traditional spot markets analyzing that they what they mean for the current market environment so in short they're attempting to answer the question in the crypto bear market is it coming to an end here are some three key takeaways first let's discuss the u.s dollar at the time of this the u.s dollar has started to lose strength against other major currencies such as the japanese yen as well as the cny nansen argues that one of the drivers for this could be the pricing of the peak fed interest rates by future bond markets as he shares here bond futures currently forecast that the fed policy rate will peak at 4.84 percent in may 2023 and will be cut by 40 bps plus in the second half of 2023 and admittedly u.s cpi releases have surprised to the downside for the second month in a row which can account for part of the pricing out of rate hikes reads the report but nevertheless rate hikes can take place if there is a serious weakness on behalf of the united states on a macro level with their real growth slowing down considerably the chairman of the federal reserves jerome powell has outlined on multiple occasions that the risks of under tightening outweighed the risks of over tightening and that the labor market 
market was too high and needed rebalancing. So using complex indicators to assess relative growth between the U.S. and other considerations, Nansen came to the following conclusion. It is probably too early to call for a transition to easier global financial conditions. And therefore, the fundamental case for bottoming of crypto assets is likely not there yet. Virtually saying we have lower yet to go. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Next up, calls versus puts for Bitcoin and Ethereum. The question that Nansen aims to answer here is the option investors in Bitcoin and Ethereum have, have they capitulated yet? And to address it, they take a look at the open interest weighted implied volatility of call versus put options. The data examined covers the period between January 21st through November of 2022 with the assumption that the derivative market is going to evolve in future cycles. The conclusions they have come to be summarized as following. The CPIV indicator managed to generate more frequent risk on and risk off signals compared to the stablecoin indicator. Both of them flagged the multi-month Bitcoin decline that started in November of last year and the stablecoin indicator came back to risk on May 2022 while the CPIV indicator was risk off as of November 20th, 2022. And note the stablecoin indicator mentioned above is the Nansen smart money stablecoin risk appetite indicator. Now for the third factor, which is the crypto risk premium. In the latest section of the report, the analysts conceptualized and calculated a risk premium for crypto called crypto risk premium or CRP. It is linked to the fundamental value of the crypto assets held by investors, the methodology and analysts that adopted and developed by Ian Martin, in a paper published April 2015 entitled, What is the Expected Return on the Market? Nansen also uses historical options data of derivative with consolidation of the intraday bid and asks prices, calls, and puts on Bitcoin, Ether, and Solana. However, when pinning crypto to the equity markets, the analysts may have the caveat of crypto derivative markets are young and not as well studied as equity option markets, meaning it's necessary to keep an open mind when analyzing C. RP estimates. And with that said, here's the conclusion of the report. In the eventuality of a U.S. recession and U.S. equity sell-off, our main scenario for 2023, given the Fed's determination to maintain tight financing conditions for longer, the ERP is likely to go much higher. And conversely, the CRP or crypto risk premium will probably also jump. It is therefore possible that crypto prices experience a further leg down in this cycle before financing conditions turn more favorable to both equity and crypto assets. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this analyst that we're likely to reach lower than the current low we put in this year of 15500 And how low do you think we're likely to go for the King Crypto? I'll let you boy in the comments right down below. And now for a fun fact, 12 years ago today, on this day, someone bought 50,000 Bitcoin for just 25 cents each. That means four for a buck. A truly Merry Christmas, to say the least. Let me know if you would be all over that deal. How many Bitcoin would you buy right now if you had that option to go back in time and you can get four for a buck? I remember when I was a child, like five years old, going to the convenience store at my father, and I used to be able to buy four candy bars for a dollar, such as like a Skittles, a Starburst, a Snickers, etc. So I could only imagine buying four uh, BTC for a buck, like holy moly. With that being shared, welcome everyone and Merry Christmas once again. Now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss SBF just chilling at the airport as he was spotted, which is quite interesting. The momentary arrest of the former FTX CEO can be attributed to the efforts taken by the crypto community to aid investigations to track down the whereabouts of the infamous entrepreneur. 
SBF eventually escaped prison time via a $250 million bail bond, and the community continues to monitor his move very publicly, to say the least, especially considering no one put up $250 million. You put up 10% for bail, and they didn't even do that. All the parents did was put up a $4 million home, and if SBF flees, they lose the home, but it just seems very weird to say the least, especially considering that number. We have never seen that in the history of the world. No one's ever received a $250 million bail, just FYI. But just three days after being released on a personal recognizance bond, the crypto community member allegedly spotted SBF chilling at John F. Kennedy International Airport, which you can see right here on your screen. The supporting images were shared by Twitter Lit Capital, which shows SBF sitting on a lounge chair with access to a laptop and mobile phone and cleaned up quite well right <laughs> crazy now based on the pictures of the community members confirmed that SPS location was greenwich business class lounge in american airlines terminal Eight. And according to the primary source, SBF was accompanied by his parents, FBI agents, and lawyers, as spotted out here. One of my followers spotted SBF chilling at JFK Airport last night and snapped some iconic photos. Now, subsequent images showed SBF on an American Airlines flight disguised with a beanie and seated next to a suited executive. How do you like his disguise? Like, we can't recognize this dude. Bro turned into Gary V, someone wrote. Hilarious. Now, the images reignited discussions around how SBF told Maxine Waters, the chairman of the U.S. House Financial Services Committee, that he had no access to his personal or professional data despite having access to his laptop and mobile device. Moreover, some wondered how SBF was able to afford the business class tickets amid FTX's bankruptcy proceedings. Great to see customer funds are still being put to good use, one member said. In a recent court filing revealed the defunct crypto exchange FTX paid a retainer of $12 million to Sullivan and Cromwell right before filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And since August 26 of this year, FTX made payments worth nearly $3.5 million to SNC to available their legal services. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding SBF, uh, you know, being put out on bail? What do you think is likely to happen with all of this? Do you think 2023 is likely to be sentenced or do you think this is going to be stretched out for many? Many, many years to come. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. I want to discuss smart contracts on the XRP ledger, which is one of their latest developments. Let's break this down. Here we go. Former principal developer advocate at San Francisco-based payments firm Ripple reveals a key functionality is coming to the XRP ledger. Ripple insider Matt Hamilton responds to a claim made by an anonymous Twitter user that payments network XRP has no use case. According to Hamilton, XRP is being used on a daily basis for international payments, NFTs, and web monetization, amongst other uses. Now check it. Last month, Ripple announced its crypto-based settlement solution, which is on-demand liquidity, ODL, witnessed massive growth this year and is now being supported in a growing number of payout markets, including Africa, Israel, Australia, Brazil, Argentina, Belgium, Singapore, and the UAE, as well as the UK. Also in November, Chiefs uh, Ripple's Chief Technology Officer, David Swartz, said a number of NFTs have already been minted on the Ripple ledger. Interesting. Hamilton added that the XRPL's NFT functionality is a crucial building block towards the development of smart contracts. Quitting him here, while most functionality needed, fungible tokens, NFTs, escrows, multi-sig, decentralized exchanges, etc., are all built in. But yes, smart contracts are in development. And in October, a blog post from the community of 
XRPL developers hinted Ripple was already making a push to bring smart contract capabilities to the XRP ledger. And according to RippleX, blockchain development company Pyrus Technology is testing an Ethereum virtual machine compatible sidechain for XRPL. The project aims to allow Ether developers who are used to Solidity, the main programming language for writing smart contracts on Ethereum, to access and build on the XRPL network. So there you have it. Let me know how many of you are bullish on XRP considering, oh my God, they've been ongoing lawsuit versus the SEC for the past couple of years. And as we all know, the XRP price action has been suppressed like a mofo, but it seems the technology continues to develop. Also like to throw out there that Ethereum is obviously not the only smart contract uh, platform in town. There's also Bitcoin, which can be used uh, for smart contracts as well, which many people are not familiar with. So just do note that. But with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day, which is an interesting report of the losses, I should say, astronomical losses of crypto billionaires for this year in 2022. So let's break this down. The bear market and the wave of bankruptcies in the crypto industry drained a whopping $116 billion from the pockets of founders and investors in the past nine months, according to recent estimates by Forbes. The loss represents the combined personal equity of 17 people in the space, with over 15 losing more than half of their fortunes since March. And as a result, 10 names were removed from the crypto billionaires list. One of the major losses was attributed to Binance CEO CZ in March. 70% of his stake in the crypto exchange was valued at a whopping $65 billion, but is now only worth $4.5 billion. Cry me a river, only worth $4.5 billion. But Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong has a net worth estimated of $1.5 billion, down from $6 billion back in March. The fortune of Ripple's co-founder Chris Larson was reduced from $4.3 billion to $2.1 billion, while Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss at Gemini were valued at $4 billion in March, but are worth $1.1 billion each as of now. And amongst those who lost billionaire status are obvious FTX co-founders, Sam Bankman-Fried, Gary Wang, and whose fortunes in March were valued at $24 billion and $5.9 billion, respectively, and at zero in December, just like that gone. Now, the $3.2 billion fortune of Barry Silbert, founder and CEO of Digital Currency Group, was also lost as a result of the contagious wave caused by the collapse of FTX, according to Forbes. And among the former billionaires are also Nikhil Vishawathathan, if I pronounced this dude's name right, and Joseph Lay of crypto software firm Alchemy, Devin Finzer, and Alex Atala at OpenSea. We also have Fred Ersherum of Coinbase, MicroStrategy founder Michael Saylor, and venture capitalists. Tim Draper, the bear market to cryptocurrencies is unlikely to end soon as the FTX crisis was or has deterred investor confidence, obviously, and created a liquidity crisis all across the industry. And as reported, as a result of the market decline, is expected to last until the end of next year in 2023. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that. Uh, prediction that the bear market is likely to continue throughout all of next year before we hit 2024, which is the year of the halving when the market typically starts to break out and climb towards that new all-time high. Holla at your boy in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss this fresh warning coming from crypto trader, Crypto Capo. That's right. While Bitcoin bulls have managed to ignite a rally from the current bear market low around 15.7, Capo says that the recent bounce is notably smaller compared to Bitcoin's previous surges since June. Quoting him here along with this chart, every bounce is smaller, lower lows, and lower highs. Support becoming resistance. $12,000 is like a magnet. 
Yeah, and Bitcoin is currently changing hands at 16.8, so a move to Capo's 12,000 target indicates an over 28% decline for the king crypto. Capo also says that traders are likely not prepared for the drastic move down, quoting him here. Just read the comments here, and you will get a second confirmation. First one is the analysis and indicators that most people are trapped above $17,000 or higher and couldn't take another drop. Like I said before, most people are not prepared for what is coming. And it shows. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. He has that the current trading environment in crypto and the stock market appears to be creating the perfect scenario for a proper capitulation. Quoting him again, stock market bleeding, altcoins breaking key supports, indicators pointing down, bulls getting euphoric and cocky for tiny pumps. And looking at the equities market, Capo says the S&P 500 remains in a downtrend after respecting its diagonal resistance. As he shares here with this chart, clear, bearish, retest, downtrend intact and traders keep an eye on the performance of this spx as a weak index suggests that investors remain wary of risk assets like stocks and crypto so there you have it let me know if you agree or disagree with his target for the king crypto dropping all the way down to twelve thousand. and how low do you think we're likely to go in 2023 i'll let your boy in the comments and i'll be reading those comments out loud here in a little bit later during the live uh, Q&A. With that being shared, now let's dive into our main breaking story of the day. We got billionaire, super uh, star uh, from Shark Tank, Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavs, coming out and basically saying that if you're investing in gold right now, you are dumb as what? Which is very bold words coming from the billionaire. So now let's break this down, shall we? Here's how it starts. Mark Cuban, billionaire and owner of the Dallas Mavs, defended Bitcoin this week while casting doubt on investing in gold in a new Club Random podcast episode to be released on Monday. Host Bill Maher said he is anti-Bitcoin and believed in the value of gold. Cuban responds, I want Bitcoin to go down a lot further so I can buy some more. He added, if you have gold, you are dumb as what? Tell him. Now, Bitcoin has plunged more than 60% in value just this year. Mar replied that gold never goes away and is like a hedge against everything else, to which Cuban responded, no, but it is not a hedge against anything, right? What it is is the stored value, and you don't own the physical gold, do you? Gold is a stored value, and so is Bitcoin. And the Shark Tank host continued, it's a digital transaction, and it's a stored value. So people perceive that there is value associated with gold. That's their value associated. Associated with Bitcoin, and he noted that investing in gold does not generally mean that you possess the actual gold facts. You don't own the gold bar, and if everything went to hell in a handbasket and you had a gold bar, you know what would happen? Someone would beat the F out of you or kill you and take your gold bar. Facts. Cuban has also slammed gold uh, before. In 2019, for instance, he said in a Kitco News interview, I hate gold. Gold is a religion. Now take that, Peter Schiff. Cuban also recently weighed in on the crypto exchange FTX's collapse, which has sent shockwaves to the industry and spurred calls for crypto regulations. Referring to FTX's former CEO and founder, SBF, he said in an interview with TMZ, quoting him here, I don't know all the details, but if I were him, I'd be afraid of going to jail for a long time. It sure sounds bad. I've actually talked to the guy and I thought he was smart, but boy, I had no idea he was going to, you know, take other people's money and put it to his personal use. Yeah, that sure seems like 
what happened. Now, despite the FTX collapse, Cuban said he still believes in crypto's potential, as he shares here, separate the signal from the noise. He suggested there has been a lot of people making a lot of mistakes, but it doesn't change the underlying value. And he added on the Club Random pod that he is not telling people to buy Bitcoin, even though he still considers it a good investment. Now, Mark Mobius, the billionaire co-founder of Mobius Capital Partners, recently predicted the King Crypto to fall all the way down to 10,000 next year from 16.8, which is today's price. And he was correct about this year's fall to 20 thousand dollars so there you have it what are your thoughts surrounding mark cuban telling bill maher that anyone investing in gold right now is dumb as what let me know in the comments right down below and don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live q a and i look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode